Promo John. Hi there. Glad to be here. Good to have you here. Thanks a lot for uh, for pitching in and uh, helping out last uh, minute. When did we find out that Nikki wasn't going to be here? Um, I believe she called me, let's see, 1124. I don't know how I feel about that. About her calling at 1124? No, about um, Promo John? Promo John. I, he's on the yeah. fe- I'm on the fence with this guy. Yeah, he stopped me in the hallway and was like, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to be filling in for Nikki today. I said, I, I wish somebody would have ran that by me because I don't really feel comfortable. No, I'm just saying, I didn't say that. I said, you know, if I had a vote, I might have voted no. Well, if you had voted no, then I would have voted no, too. I but thought we had. I thought we were we were boys. I'm more of a Dennis guy. Are you? <laughs> yeah, it's either or with these guys. Well, Dennis has uh, bone TV obligations, except for today when he works his other job, so he wasn't an option for us. Oh, okay. But I think even if the, we had another option, I'm pretty sure Seth would have gone to Promo John as our number one option. Absolutely, it was either going to be me or Promo John, and I figured I'd at least run it by Promo John. If he said no, I would have been doing that job. Oh, today. that would have been man. terrible. Good job uh, delegating that one. <laughs> uh, now, Seth and I had the idea for uh, to talk to Promo John about a couple of different things. You're doing a podcast called The Crowded Table. Yes, sir. The Crowded Table. And you're doing that with a few other people here at the Bone, Dennis and uh, Dennis and Dennis. Yeah, <laughs> Jake. Jake, Jake who is right. also in our promotions department. Yes, we big, are. Are the Jake. three parts I of the like crowded Jake. table? Yeah, Jake's a good dude, big dude. Yeah, scares me. Um, so uh, we then uh, learned that Seth, you are somewhat of a consultant on this podcast of theirs. No, I mean, I, I, they they've never really done radio before. They started a podcast. They're very eager for feedback. Mm-hmm. I talked to Dennis for thirty minutes the other night out after we were done with work. Right. They just want people to listen to it, whether it sucks or whether it's good, and give them feedback. And I listened to a bunch of episodes the other night, and I gave them some feedback. Is it good or does it suck? In your it's opinion? actually really not bad at all for three guys that don't have any radio experience i think it's pretty solid i will say it is among my favorite of the podcasts i listen to because i don't listen to any podcasts <laughs> but i enjoyed i listened to episode one i haven't heard one since but i found it to be very conversational i made it almost to the end of episode one which is pretty huge for me i don't have a lot of downtime to listen to podcasts and whatnot i think you guys sound really good together i appreciate that things are going good i mean it's been we just did our 10th episode and i feel like we're getting better and better and kind of building more of a camaraderie amongst the three of us. So sure. it's going good, yes. We've got some audio that will play of that, but uh, we also had the idea, Seth and I did, of uh, kind of going through how you almost became a member of Drew Garabo Live. Yeah, and I actually, I wish I would have talked to Seth a little bit more about what exactly we were hoping to get from this conversation right here, <laughs> uh, because it's a slippery slope. There was lots of variables involved in that, so I don't know how detailed uh, we want to get into it. Oh, very. Uh, <laughs> Because we don't necessarily blame you, uh, you. I mean, he was he was handpicked, right, to fill to take Kayla's spot, groomed, if you will. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and Kayla, he sat in here for the two weeks right before Kayla left, learning everything he needed to know to take that spot, and then some. But the thing was, he worked a lot of his hours in promotions, so he was only able to get paid for like twelve hours a week. Sure. So it was about money. Well. It's about working hours and not being compensated for them. And money. Money. So, uh, but to be fair, this is a four-hour show, five days a week. That's 20 hours right there. Right. And, and I mean, this isn't – I'm very appreciative to all the opportunities that Cox has given me. But I do feel like I should preface it by saying, you know, I was working – the position that I was working as promotions coordinator, Mike Olivero's assistant. Right. And every other station in the building, that position is a full-time position. Sure. So up until that point, I was working a full-time position on part-time pay. And I was given the news that they were cutting my hours down – uh, literally two weeks before, you know, everything was going on with Kayla. Right. So it was it was a sl- – it was tough, man, because it was an opportunity that I cherish and I'm still appreciative to to this day because in my heart, radio is what I want to do, but I couldn't 
compartmentalize what was going on with my pay and what had happened to me with right. what we were doing inside this room. Sure. And uh, I mean, I told Seth this morning, it was like a little mini meltdown. I just wasn't a, I mean, it was everything you ever want right there, but my pride and everything else was just telling me like, this is not it. You got to say like Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction, F pride yeah. uh, <laughs> w- when those things happen. Sometimes you got to take a hit financially to do what you want to do. And I think you're, you'll learn this lesson as you get a little older and Seth will, I'm sure, shine some insight on that. But you got to take a hit financially to be able to do what you want to do creatively. What, I, what I'm what i hearing between all of this is that his, his woman told him, you need to make some damn money and stop chasing no damn dreams uh, isn't that well, always the case and i mean i would be remiss if i didn't say you know those were con- nothing like that but i would you know those conversations do happen mm-hmm. when you're spending your days working and oh yeah you're getting a check that looks like it should be for about a day right uh you know those are tough conversations to have so they i mean sure are. that really was on the table and oh, uh, it, it happened just kind of this resentment that i had for what happened was wasn't flowing over to what we were doing here and it just wasn't working for me so and i have regrets about some of the things that happened and the way it went down but it is what it is. Did we miss anything? Uh, no. I, it was the it was Kayla's last day, right. and, and John was only getting paid 12 hours a week, and I was over at Phoebe's cubicle before I moved into the office, and he said, I'm going to be here until 9 o'clock tonight, and I stopped getting paid on Tuesday, and he said, listen, at some point, he said, at what point do you think I'm going to become full-time? And I oh, said, man, man. That is a, that's a long ways away, and he knew that, and, right. and I think he was just asking, I said, man, that's that's years down the road here where you make yourself a part of this show, and then you make yourself a, an important asset to John Brennan, and you're his right-hand man for everything that he needs off the air. I said, that, you know, that's a long ways away, and if you need to make money, you got to go make money because this isn't about making money right now. No, man, especially not in that position where Gio had been working for the company for eight years and well, wasn't even and, close to getting full time. And I'll be completely honest. If I was in the situation that I'm in now, my my hours have now been given back to me. And obviously we can't turn back the hands of time. But sure. if I was just normal part time guy at that time, the story might be written completely different. It right. was just that as my hours were being cut, this opportunity was becoming about, and I just could not separate the two. You know, I have zero animosity towards Seth or oh, you yeah. or Kevin. Or anybody. You shouldn't have. That was no, say, what no, the hell we do? No, I'm <laughs> saying is from a, from a company standpoint, right. what happened is above everybody's head. Yeah. Uh, so I loved being in here with you, and I, yeah. I loved everything that came with it. Thank you. But it just at that time, in my own head. With the situation I was in, it just it wasn't working for me. If you're just joining us, promo John sitting in for Nikki today, and it is a testament to you and how much we like you that you get this opportunity to sit in today. Because normally, if they if that had happened, you'd be dead to us. Like if you were anybody else, we'd be like, well, scratch him off our list. He can't even fill well, in on our show and, now. We and, hate him. And I do have to say, uh, I can't say enough about the way that you guys both handled that. Because I mean, this was this was a work in progress. I yeah. mean, Seth and I had been talking uh, for a while, not knowing if Kayla was going to leave. And when I did have to come down and have those conversations with you guys, uh, I mean, you really couldn't have been any better about the whole situation. We're growing and we're learning. And uh, we felt bad about the way it all went down. We really wanted you on the show. It was uh, a hell of an opportunity. Man. <laughs> I don't know how you could just walk away from it. I love Kevin so much sometimes. Uh, so it, it, was, uh, it was a situation where... We wanted you, but we understood the great obstacles that were in your way and the sacrifice you would have had to make. And people were also saying, hey, you got to get a girl on the show. You have to. And, mm. and for what I was looking for off the air, I wasn't looking for anybody to contribute on the air necessarily, but I knew what John could do off the air. And I, I saw an executive producer in him, and I still do. Right. So that's why I said, hey, listen, I'd rather take the most talented person than just try to find a, a female just to put a lady on the air. I've never been a fan of taking someone only because of their gender. Sure, it's nice to have a female voice on the show 
show, but I would have been perfectly happy having John learn the ropes as an executive producer and maybe finding a girl to uh, sit in every once in a while. But things worked out the way they worked out, and you're still with the company, and you're going to do great things. Nikki's doing a phenomenal job, in my opinion, a better job than Kayla ever did. It made it awkward, though, when I then had to find somebody else to take Promo John's spot, and I went to Nikki, and Nikki said, well, why didn't you ask me to join the show first? Yeah, that uh, that stung Nikki a little bit, but she was able to, uh, again, say uh, F pride and, uh, and suck it up and come to work with us. And at that point, in her defense, I mean, there was many more obstacles. If she was just doing promotions for the bone, who's to say she wasn't going to be that person? Sure. There was many more obstacles. She was working with Miguel. She wasn't that in is that. An obstacle. She wasn't in that place, you know, that I was. So I think it was, you know, nothing against her at all. Now uh, we would be a little bit uh, short selling the situation if we didn't say that Kayla may have given you unreasonable expectations when it came to what was expected from that position. Seth and I were talking about this before the show, and for all of her skills, which she was very skilled and yes. she was very dedicated, she may have been the type of person to stay later. She didn't work as smart as she could have. She was here a lot, but she could have done the job in a more economical fashion when it comes to time and effort. And you might have thought, oh, my God, I'm going to have to be here till 9 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at I, night like Kayla is. I mean, that's really what it was. I mean, she was telling me in as far as being in this position, all I had to go by was what she was telling me. So, I mean, she's telling me I'm working 50 plus hours a week. So, I mean... And as I'm doing it, she's showing me the things that she's doing, and maybe I'm not as efficient right away. Right. I mean, and those were the type of hours that within those first few weeks that I was hitting. So I'm like, you know, just pile that on to the uh, to the sure. situation already there. But she could twerk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she definitely could. She and did have a nice booty. I don't think that uh, Nikki has been here 50 hours uh, a week once. I don't think she's been here past 8 or 9 o'clock. She's here for the six hours a day that she gets paid, and that's it. I don't want her to work any more than the company's going to pay her for. No, she's very efficient at it, and I will say we have not had but one screw-up when it comes to the clip of the day not working. She's done an, a ma- uh, just a magnificent job for us. So things worked out the way they're supposed to. Maybe one day we'll get a gigantic budget, and uh, we'll be able able to hire Promo John on as something, uh, but I'm really glad that you're here today, man. Thank I'm, you for helping I'm us out. I'm glad to be here. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you letting us talk about that. That's oh, pretty cool. Anytime, dude. I, I'm a big fan, as is Seth, of uh, authentic radio and real stuff, especially uh, you know when there are people's feelings involved. Man, thank God for Bone TV. I just got a message from Mission Control yeah. that we can Skype Kayla in to, to join the conversation. I think we're good. Oh, okay. We're, we're the competition. I'll, I'll tell them no. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah we're, uh, her company threatened to sue us last time we tried to get her on the air, so I yeah. think we'll probably just leave that alone for now. Hey, man, Mission <laughs> Control has all kind of crazy demands. Uh, before we go to our first break, you want to hear a little bit of the uh, Crowded Table uh, podcast? I've got the one with Carmen. Is that the one you want me to play first? Uh, well, I, I included two clips in there, and okay. I, it was tough for me to try to pull anything and go, hey, to make them look bad. I mean, it's really, it's really not awful at all. Uh-uh. I, I pulled their first ever podcast, and then I pulled the one with Carmen because I think the one with Carmen was the best. Okay, let's listen to a little of the one with Carmen then. Hope you edited out the swears. Yeah, you might even, the whole intro song plays, so if you do want to skip a little bit. See, I already tuned out. (laughs) Less music. I would go less music. I would just get right into it. Like, I, I don't know if Seth has covered this with you guys, but, uh, you know, people are listening to hear you guys talk, and I would uh, I'd, I'd jump right in. It is funny, and I'm glad we're getting a chance here to bring it up because I, I think you were the only one initially, only because, only for whatever reason, I just sent it out and I said, hey, if you have a couple minutes, listen to this. And you messaged me back and said, I liked how you didn't let the music play too long and mm. you got right to it. And there had been other people who had listened who said you let the music play too long. So my question is, was that like 
were you joking? Was that sarcasm when no, you said that? No, I, I thought in the first one that you uh, that you got right in there. Oh, okay. Pretty, I was never. I never got to ask you if yeah. that was sarcasm. No, or no. Not. I thought you got that got in there pretty quickly. Yeah, the first if, one. If it's not an original song, then there's no sense in letting it play. Yeah. If it's an original song, then you got a and different it's story. It's talking about the show. Yeah. Right. Like here's my podcast, and here's yeah, why it's yeah. not gonna yeah. suck. <laughs> exactly. I'll promo John, and we got Dennis and that other guy Jake. Chucks and my dickies, and I put it on black. Right now, I'm you going, guys are so oh. goddamn difficult. Oh, the GD. I don't right. think I am. I think it's all you. This was by far the most hectic, stressful, like beginning ever. That's not my fault, though. This is the crowded table. Welcome. As always, sitting with me here, Dennis. How's it going, Jake? Hey, hey, hey. I am John Senning. Momentarily, we will introduce you to our oh so very special guest. Oh, there's some music again. Music. Where'd you go? Where'd you, where'd you come back. What are y'all dancing? Come, come back. Come back. Where'd y'all go? He was here a second ago. He had to put his uh, hair in a man bun. This was in our coaching session, by the way. So Okay, good. I did cover this one, though. Now, right now, people might be saying, well, Drew Garabo, you hypocrite. You let about a minute and a half of Jimmy Eat World play before you guys do the show. That's because we're not in the studio yet. Right. We got a little <laughs> yeah, changeover. Totally different. Yeah. We, we got to let Monica get her ass on out of here, and then I got to come on in. I don't like to talk to her too much on the changeover. Oh, so, you know, we're going to do that. Hey, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I call him as a team. She gets kind of short with me every time. So we are broadcasting from the first time ever from what I'm calling the new uh, Crowded Table Studios. Uh, well, it's, it's actually just, it's just my house where I live. <laughs> yeah, just a new place. Yeah, Studio 2.0. Moving is the worst, dude. Oh. It's oh, Falvo. Hey, Brody. I like how your dog just joins us. Yeah, there. he just jumped right here at the table. So here we are. We have officially uh, moved locations. A much bigger spot, a much bigger place. Sounds cavernous. And, uh, it is officially our the new worst pl- thing yeah. ever. And with us, I got that. A very special guest. I'd like to like kind of label this, give this whole episode a theme, as uh, you know Dennis's special heartbreak episode. <laughs> I mean, I mean he he's been he's been very sad, very depressed for the past few weeks. And it's only right that we bring in you know the one that got away for him. Yes, yeah, Seth. What made you guys want to start a podcast? Uh, I mean. I don't know. It feels simpler to say, but I mean, radio is what we've always wanted to do. Sure. And, you know, I think once the initial mindset that I was in, you know, on the heels of everything that happened here was I didn't know where my direction was in radio, but Mm -hmm. I knew that that is the essence of what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. So when we initially started it, my thought was let's do something on our own without needing anybody else or the station or anything. Let's put together the kind of show that that we want and uh, see if it can stand on its own. So, and I mean, we're all passionate about radio. It's all in some sense what we want to do. So cool. All right. Good decision. I think it's a good reason to, uh, to join him. His one (laughs) true love. Oh my God. Um, and that is Carmen from the Mike Calta show. Hey, what's up guys? (laughs) Thank you so much for, for being here with us. Um, this is going to be a mess. It really is. It really is. There's so many different reasons why it's probably going to be a mess. But so, uh, brother Kevin, remember on the cruise how uh, Dennis, you, Carmen couldn't stop short without Dennis's nose going right up her rear end. Uh, he was, yeah, he was fiending for like that on puppy. the cruise, like a like a little puppy just fiending. I tried for to it. give him some advice. He wouldn't listen. Yeah, he, you know, when you're in that position, you're not exactly thinking with the right head. Their relationship is is a mystery to me that I will never understand. Do you think that he has banged her? No, no. But um, if you do listen to um one of our, some of our newer episodes, there are some things that happen between 
between them that is literally just unbelievable uh, that could happen between a male and a female without it going to that to that next level. So far, listening to the podcast, what do you think, since you're obviously a host, what do you think about John Senning's hosting ability? He sounds relatable. He sounds congenial. I like listening to him. He doesn't have the voice that makes me want to drown puppies or kick myself in the head. So I think you're doing a good job so far. You sound good. You sound focused and uh, determined. Um, Yeah, it probably is. I mean, you look like you're blushing and like you might have tears in your eyes already. I'm already already over it. Let's can we just get this done with? This was, you were the biggest laugh. supporter of this idea. You had to know that it was going to come back and like bite you in the ass pretty bad. We'll get into it, obviously. But no, thank you guys very much for having me. I'm super excited because, to be honest, uh, I have not listened to one of your podcasts mm-hmm. yet. So I'm excited cool. to She's see how it goes. She's a big supporter. <laughs> was there a swear word there? Oh, uh, I just was. Uh, I had to edit stuff today because Nikki wasn't here. So sorry. You did a great <laughs> job. You did a, you're a fine editor. So get out of here. <laughs> big big fan we got here. Well, listen, I I didn't want to come in expecting anything. I like to kind of do things like unknown and on the fly. So I thought if I listened, then I would not want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I would just, you know, be prepared to leave a lot earlier than later. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess this will be a 20 minute podcast. (laughs) Set your standards very, very low. That's what I would say going into this. I'm just excited to hear Carmen use her potty mouth. That's what I was going to say. You can say sack. Oh Oh, my (laughs) <laughs> dumb button, dumb button. <laughs> Get out. Like, that's my natural reaction. Yeah, I'm like, super excited. Let me go out of the way real quick. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> what mm, How'd that feel? How'd that feel? Amazing. I feel maybe a little gratuitous on the profanity. Yeah. A lot of podcasts out there. I, I've never found that a podcast was just an excuse to use words, swear words. Now, that may be because I come from a, a, a world where you can't use those words, but I've always liked the challenge Same. of being able to find other words to give that effect that you're looking for with the swear words. And that's a veteran of the podcast game, SBK Live. Look for it on iTunes. Yeah, and I, I really do respect that, and we We've had this talk with Seth, and Dennis and I have honestly butted heads on this because he thinks we curse too much. But Seth was nice enough to say he didn't feel like anything was forced. I mean, I'm not cursing out there just because we're on a podcast and I want to curse. Right. When I'm talking with Dennis and Jake, not on a podcast and not on the radio, I probably do have a potty mouth. So, I mean, we do go to some vulgar places, mm. and uh, I feel like that just kind of comes with the territory. But that will be something, making it uh, one of Seth's tips was making it broader, you know, making it because females don't want to listen to you talk about fart jokes and F-bombs every other word. So. I'm not a program director, but I would think that if you were to give a program director a listen to your, a podcast that had a lot of swear words in it, the first thing they would think is, well, what am I going to do with this? Right. Because you, you, your goal should be, was that what exactly what you told I, them? I said the same thing. I said, I think that their eventual goal is to maybe get a weekend show on the bone. And I yeah. said that the F word's not always going to be able to be your punchline. So I said, you got to challenge yourself to be more creative when you're doing the podcast. Practice like you play. Do you find, uh, Soul Brother Kevin, as a fellow podcaster, that you, uh, because of your limitations on the radio, do you find yourself swearing a little bit more? Because I've listened and you don't really curse a lot we, on your we podcast. Just, we just try not to. Yeah. Like, if you curse, that's fine. But I, I've never even thought about, you know, now I like the M and an F every now and then for effect, but I'm never thinking I would rather not use it at all. Right. I find when I do it, uh, I am very self-conscious of it. And there's times I do, because I swear 
crazy off the air. I mean, right, I'm right, crazy right. with the profanity. But when it's time to record a podcast, if I swear, I go, oh, geez, I don't want to do this too much. Because- it's not like, hey, time for some cussing. <laughs> <That's exactly Yeah. laughs> the gloves are off, mother. You know, yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, so the, these are three radio professionals. Absolutely. No, and I, I appreciate all the uh, words. And, and that was probably the biggest thing that Seth took away from it when we sat down and talked was, uh, you know, if you want to broaden yourself, not only for the radio, but just as a podcast in general, you know, it doesn't need to be so so much profanity. Agreed. All right, let's keep this thing on schedule. Our number is uh, 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Let's find out why this person's calling real quick. Hello, good day, and welcome to Drew Garabo Live. How are you? Good day. Hey, Drew. It's Adam. Hi, Adam. Oh, oh. I, I really didn't want to do it. Adam, like, wait, hold on. Is this Adam the... Uh, the, the <sighs> wow. Oh, man, we haven't heard from you since... Adam the what? Uh, the, since uh, SBK's Lemonade and Pickles fundraiser when you stormed off and got upset and said, F Drew Garabo. Uh, no, I don't think I was there for that. Oh, this might, is this a different Adam? Yeah, it's a different Adam. That sounds just like the same Adam. Same phone um, connection? I think it's the same no, Adam. No, no, no. You know, I, 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 I realize that I don't ever rarely call the show or call the phone. Ever rarely? Call. What? Um, it's the same I, I Adam. I really need a real person. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really need a real person. Well, I'm a, I'm a real person, Adam, but you're, you are the same Adam who did a song for us, right? No. Okay. No. All right, if you say so, because we don't hear from a lot of Adams, and you sound a lot like that Adam. But I'm a real person, Adam. What it's can I do for you? Different Adam. Yeah, different Adam. I was kind of hoping I could get an end to this, but I, apparently it's not going to happen this way either. An end to what? Uh, nothing. I'm I'm in the middle of the library. I really don't want to get here. All right. Whoa. That was him. Okay. Well, I mean, that was that was a nice planned out thing that he had going. That was weird. He didn't want what I didn't understand that. I think he wanted to like work things out because Adam, the dude, wrote a song for us. He showed up at SBK's uh, fundraiser, the pickles and lemonade fundraiser that we had outside. You told him to come out there, right? And at the end of the day, he was wondering why you didn't let him play a song since you invited him out there. The guy with the guitar. Yes. Oh, I spoke with him. Yeah. Not exactly. You 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 pretty much escorted him off the property. Yeah, I mean, I was there for a lot of it because you guys were obviously doing a show. So right. I happened to be the liaison. He keeps coming up to me like, "Are they going to bring me over?" I've got no clue. Well, what I was his deal? He wanted to perform on the radio, and the fact that he didn't and, made him flip out. And the tone that he took is all that was coming out was so off-putting. I mean, he's literally like, "You guys don't realize what an opportunity you just missed. I'm an awesome singer. I'm such an artist. You missed out on this." I mean, it couldn't uh, have been any worse when he left. That's true, and. This this is the, the the only other time that we've heard from him was just now as he's calling from the middle of the library. And that was definitely him, BT Dubs. John, you should invite him on your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my, other, my, my other piece of advice would be weird people, man. Yeah, weird, weird people. Like Bigfoot enthusiasts. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, uh, those are weird people that you want on your podcast. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.